Welcome to Drinks at Work from Boothby with Sam Bygrave. That's me. Something a little different on this episode. I guess you could call it a bonus episode. This time, last week, I got a tour of Tucano's Lounge. It's a new bar in Sydney from the team that brought you the About Time pop-up last year. I was on site. Uh, the bar is just off Crown Street near the corner of Oxford Street in Surrey Hills. And I was talking to co-owner Steve Davis getting the pre-opening tour, but because Steve is a great talker and he's got a great voice for a podcast, actually, I thought I'd put a mic on him and record the chat in its totality. Steve talks about what to expect from Tucano's Lounge when it does open, how they've basically built the bar themselves. He talks about their drink strategy and how pending the arrival of a few more pieces of furniture, they might be opening this weekend. You can give them a follow on their Instagram page to stay up to date to find out when they actually do open. And you can find them at, at Tucano's Lounge. Okay, let's get into it now. We're here at what, right. Tucano's Lounge. Tucano's, yeah. Tucano's Lounge on the uh, Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, it used to be the old cafe lounge space. It used to be the cafe lounge, so we'll have like a, a slight nod to that. Um, there's a couple of nods to that uh, place throughout here because it was so loved in the area. And um, we can just tell that even with the locals that are popping their head in, that uh, yeah, it was a special place to a lot of people. So we, we want to we do it justice and we. Yeah. We don't want to be those does, guys does... that came in and gentrified a cool thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Although as I look around, there's a little bit of that going on. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I don't think you're the only people in this part of town. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. So um, you you said before that the, the bar for Chicago's, sorry, the cafe lounge was at the back. You've moved it. Yeah. So it was right in the furthest possible place you could imagine from the front door. Yeah. Um, we, uh, the bars that we love to go to is where you walk in, the bartender recognizes you and says hi straight away. Absolutely. And, um, so we thought that was important and we wanted to bring it into the front room for that reason. Um, and then it kind of had the added benefit of the location where the bar was, um, has this awesome sandstone. It's probably some of the original stuff like from early Sydney. Um, yeah, right. I mean, we can we can sort of tell that because, um, you know, we, we found out via our electrician that uh, the cabling is like some of the first electricity that was in Sydney. So <laughs> we have to assume the building itself is pretty old. So yep. um, so now we've got that a big lounge area at the back, which used to house the bar um, and you're surrounded by this old sandstone. So it gives a bit of a sense of place and history. And mm. yeah, it's really, really cool. Let's go look. Yeah. So what's, what's the capacity on the place? Um, yeah, it's one of those old DAs that doesn't really have it written down, but right. um, uh, we're going to try and clarify it all up, but uh, we should be good um, with the space for 110. Yeah. So, so it's like a standard small bar sort of vibe. Yeah, and you've got a kitchen there. We do have a kitchen. Yeah, so yeah. Um, full menu coming out, like everything designed to share. Um, we think that uh, Surrey Hills has such a plethora of great restaurants and we know that people go somewhere before and somewhere after. Right. Um, but we still have to feed them a little bit of food. So, yeah. um, you know, those little snacks before and after, but there's certainly enough on the menu that you can make a meal out of it as well. Right. Now I'm looking at the space and it looks like you can definitely see what's going to be here, but still very much a building site. How far do you reckon you're off from opening? Oh man, it's funny. Like <laughs> the difference in, in our perceptions is, uh, is vast. Cause I look at this and go, Quick clean up, drop the furniture, and we're good to go. Um, okay. You know, so uh, yeah, you might look at it and be like, "Oh my god, you must be weeks away," but it's it's definitely not that. Well, they tend to come together pretty quickly, right? In the last week or so, or once once you're like, "Oh, I can open now. I've got all the furniture." Yeah, yeah. It's like, let's get some cash in the tills. <laughs> it's a bit like that, you know. Been a bit of long reno and uh, a few landmines been stepped on, so it. Uh, yeah, when, when we are keen to open. When did the process start? Uh, we started getting in here like mid-Jan, so it's like six six months. Yeah, right, okay. Um, so well, we thought it might be three to four, um, and then we just kept finding things. Yeah, and, great. Uh, things kept popping up. Okay. And, so, uh, so the problems that you have to solve, right? Yeah. And so you've got 
little lounger at the back here. There's a sort of yep. booth seating going on. Yeah, so um, where we're done? standing right now, um, we're oh, tentatively calling the mirror cool. room. So it kind of feels like you're sitting in a disco ball. Yeah. Um, and the aesthetic of the whole place is uh, a little bit like, what if your nana was a tripper from the 70s? And uh, <laughs> you know, this, this could be her place. Like there's, there's fringing, but there's also a bit of disco elements. Right. There's, there's leopard print, you know. Yeah, your, your nana was cool and this is her house, you know. Um, <laughs> nana knew how to have a good time. She sure did. Yeah. Um, and um, yes, I mean, then you've got this other area that's split off. Um, one side's got this fireplace and it's sort of good for about 14 or so. Right. Um, you can see all the artwork here. It's just ready to go up on the walls. Was this fireplace here before or is this something you guys put in? Uh, the fireplace itself is there. There's a real fireplace behind there. Oh, and, right. Uh, obviously, we... We're not keen on having a solid fuel source so close to regular customers, so we've just got a little uh, little faux fireplace in there. And then um, everyone the- likes fire with their drinks. What are you talking about? <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, so, and then on the other side of this fireplace, we converted it to a little wine rack. So this will be our home yep. station here. Yeah, a couple of two two pack tables just um, behind us there. Very nice. Uh, it's very green vibes that I'm looking at here. Is that a little bit of leopard print on the on the yeah. couches? Yeah. Oh, look, at you're talking about the lights. Oh, everything is customizable. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let All me right. pull out the remote. Okay. <laughs> it's your favorite gadget, is it? At the moment, yeah. It was actually sort of midway through putting it all on... Um, all on uh, like an app so that it's easily controlled and you don't have to go and change right. um, you know, a million different things at once. But so you can sort of choose your app. Okay. And there's that going on throughout the venue, the different choose light change? Yeah, yeah, if right. you look all the way through to the back, you sort of see it following Have you, have you, got, a, you got a Boothby purple color there or something? We could do a Boothby purple. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> see that? And we, the... we do the bar. Bar's already almost Boothby purple, mate. Look at that. It's a little bit Miami Vice Boothby. Yeah, so what, like, you definitely, there's a, definitely a tropical kind of vibe going on here. What's the idea? What's the big idea behind the bar? So, I mean, we wanted to do, I mean, I've always loved tiki drinks, um, but I think the problem with them is they're full of straight up juice and rum, high alcohol, high sugar, you know, huge palate weight. And, you know, you look at all those sort of original rules for a zombie, you go, oh, you can only have two. I'm like, well, man, what if you could have five? You know? yeah, okay, so, um, gotcha. So the idea is that the drinks that we'll be serving will still have that familiarity of a tropical fruit, but um, they'll be lengthened out with your Amaros, your Vermouths. Um, basically, they're like lighter, spritzier, bitterer, um, and just generally more smashable. So style I've kind of heard it described as like modern tropical or something. Modern tropical, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, you know, resort drinks, but not shit. <laughs> Very good. Would be a way that I would put it. Yeah, I probably don't want uh, shit drinks. I do see the slushy machine taking pride of place there on the bar. Look, yeah, you know... <laughs> I feel like every time something happens on bar exchange, someone's got a problem with the slushing machine and I get tagged 15 times. So You've got some expertise in the slushing machine. Look, is know, that from, from your days at Opera Bar? It is, most definitely. Right. So, I mean, look, I wanted to have one here. Um, you know, we wanted to do, uh, yeah, many before us have done a Miami Vice. We wanted to do our own version of it. Sure. So it's pretty good. Cool. Is, it, is it slushing up? Yeah. Nearly there? Should we try some? Sure. That's Beck Bailey behind the bar there. It is Beck For Bailey. anyone listening. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I was never not going to have a slushing machine. I think people really like it. And, uh, well, it's a, it's I really Ducano's like it. So, so, Come on, you've so, got to so have that's it. the, uh, <laughs> got I really like it. it. That's what we're doing. Yeah, good. Um, I mean, if you're talking about other lessons from Upper Bar as well, like we've got, um, we've got really some tap cocktails going as well. Um, so. That looks cool. So what's, uh, what's the flavors? Uh, so it's like. The strawberry duck cider, if you will, is like a drag. <laughs> You're gonna need a spoon. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, a, um, it's very solid. Is more of a uh, like mm, a, I got up. like mm. a dragon fruit. Uh, some cherry bitters in there. That's um, delicious. Still kind of yeah, it's good, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yep. So you're kind of getting like a 
still like sour, but more floral bitter um, aspect oh. to it. Yeah, delicious. And then uh, the pina colada side is um, with some fino, Malibu. Mm. Yeah. Delicious. That's really nice. Really nice. Well, that's yeah. going to be a hit. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> that's that's, yeah, that's some, easily done. Sometimes if you, you know, you've been drink development and you taste something, you chuckle to yourself and you're like, oh yeah, that, that'll be fine. Yeah, look, drink, no, of, the, drink of the year entries yeah. are opening soon, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. blue curacao caviar. I like it. Yeah. All the colors. Primary colors, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so. So like, well, well, that's a sort of one example of how we would give, uh, mm. you know, the, the modern, modern tiki or modern tropical treatment to a, a, a classic drink. Um, I love that you're just uh, casually leaning on a deep fryer here. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's in front of the bar. Well, I'm assuming that's not where it's going to stay. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. look, you don't know, people can you know, grill your own steak, fry your own <laughs> chips. No, it's... Now, uh, you got an outdoor area here, do you? Yeah, we do. Um, so that was a bit of a interesting thing to try and build. Basically involved ripping out the entire toilet block that was there, moving the wall back. Right, okay. Um, so we, and you guys have pretty much done the majority of this building yourself, Yeah, right? 100%. And it, when I say um, you guys, I mean... A lot, a lot of Steve Davis doing it's the building? Well, everyone else still has their jobs, right? So I, I'd sort of uh, left my job to close down our pop-up in the city. Yeah. Um, and so I was the most available to sort of lead this. Um, and yeah, so it ended up being a lot of DIY stuff, which we had a bit of experience in yeah. um, from doing the last joint. But uh, this one was, I want to say, at least five times more complicated. So, um, so the buildings are so much older and there's more spaces, but also we but wanted to more do it rooms to, as well. Like, we wanted to do it to a high standard. Um, yeah. So yeah, all those things kind of came together and then you sort of start looking at the, the length of build that we did. But yeah, to answer your question, mm. um, anything that you see um, has pretty much been built by us. Right. So. And now all the furnishing, like the light furnishings, you've got a few different types throughout the venue. Yeah. Uh, if they feel a little kind of mid-century art deco-y. Yeah, like a little bit. Like I said, there's there's definitely some nostalgia nods um, throughout here. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of that is sort of, um, again, trying to nod to that cafe lounge uh, original uh, business that was here because they definitely had mismatched furniture. Yeah. A lot of it was really old. Yeah. And, um, you know, we kind of just did. I thought it would be such a shame to just homogenize the place. So yeah. you end up, oh, good, they bought 40 of the same table. You know, it, um, so we, yeah, we didn't want that. So each room has its own personality. Like bankhead seating is kind of everywhere, but um, yeah. you know, you'll see when our furniture actually arrives um, kind of how detailed and, and cool and quirky it is. Right. Um, so yeah, I, th I think each space is going to feel uh, completely different, which I think is probably going to lend itself to. You know, people are going to go, oh, I want to book that space. So, oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we didn't. They look um, like very kind of distinct spaces. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, weirdly, we didn't expect it, but as the build's gone on, I sort of think that uh, that group booking function play could be pretty good for us. Mm. But uh, yeah, well, we don't know until we open the doors. But yeah, we'll figure it out. And then, um, yeah, the the bathroom part of the Renault, it's kind of uh, yeah, full of other renovating stuff at the moment so yeah um, i'm looking at it and there's boxes of glassware there's racks here yeah. uh i like the gold taps though they're very nice they're but there's cool. a bit of uh wallpaper there's that the toucan i guess yeah, that, yeah. You, suppose that makes sense you do see a few toucans in this joint but uh <laughs> it's kind of easy to line up behind one common element you know it's sort of like oh we are tucanos like the toucan you yeah. know Great. Now we've got you know a logo, if you will. Yeah, so exactly. We can, you know, yeah. sort of. Uh, you know, no one wants to go to that level of Disneyland where you get Mickey Mouse in every single thing. <laughs> but um, 
it is certainly useful to have like that one motif that you can sort of bring into each of the rooms and like it doesn't look the same in every room yeah it's uh, either drawn differently or it might appear differently but gotcha. um it just is it's, a common it, common element it's not like you've got a mascot per se but <laughs> but you call it a mascot if you like yeah. but uh but yeah no the, i wouldn't say there's any one logo mascot sure. it's just uh, the idea of a tropical bird yeah you know? uh, this um this uh picture on the wall well, i guess you call that a mural inside here you got someone to do that professionally yeah, yeah. that's definitely not us um so <laughs> the structural wall behind it or you know all oh, right us, okay but, uh, but uh you know that sort of detail but there's the, the certain people that have uh you know nothing but talent and um uh, yeah. Bodhi, who did this for us, he's done a lot of work in um, venues in Newtown and just generally all around the state. And right. um, he's just such a weapon. You know, he'll just come in and you know, at the end of the day, you go, good Lord, how did you accomplish that yeah. in eight hours? Well, it know? looks like something from sort of 1930s Cuba or something. You yeah, know? Well, yeah, yeah, we did want that sort of uh, that sort of old billboard look to it. Gotcha. You, know, you, you want to, like I said, you don't want to be that person that's come in and just totally gentrify to love space. I think it's a bit easy to do that if it feels worn in. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I see there's a few mirror balls around the place as well. Yeah. Well, how can you not, right? It's, um, you know, I think the previous place, uh, people liked to have uh, a little bit of a boogie. Um, yeah. We're sort of setting ourselves up for that. You know, it's one of those if it happens things, you know. Sure. Obviously, there's good drinks and good food, but uh, I do think that there'll be, you know, two modes to the venue. I think it'll be like a pre-10 p.m. and a post-10 p.m. vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, we certainly want to celebrate some live music, so um, sure. lights and disco balls kind of help with that as a focal point. Yeah, and what time are you going to be open from to? Um, it's a midnight license, um, which is super weird because I think the previous operators ran later. I'm not quite sure I'm, how. But I'm, I'm fairly I'm, certain I've been in here after midnight. This I'm, is I'm 15 years ago. Well, I can tell you I've been in here after midnight. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, when I sort of looked into it and uh, we took over the license, it was apparent that that wasn't a thing. But we will... Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you think it was a thing when I, you picked it up? Well, <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, obviously you do your, your diligence and just sort of, um, you know, uh, oh, well, we can still make this work. Yeah. But then um, just recently there's been a scheme announced where because we're doing live music, we'll probably be able to get an extension to 1am. So it's a pretty sweet spot for us. So. Yeah. And this is, I mean, it's Crown Street, just down from Crown Street. Yeah. It's plenty of late night venues around here. It's I not, think there is. Yeah, yeah. Look, you know, we're you know, obviously in that same pocket as um, Shady Pines and yeah. Big Poppers, Low 302. So, you know, all, all of them are you know, friends of ours as well. So um, happy to sort of be in that area. Um, I think that, you know, what we're doing is a bit different to to them. Um, so we're you know, obviously not trying to take from the same uh, pool of people. Yeah. So, I th and I think that um, if the experiences are different enough in all those four venues, you start to talk about the suburb being like a hub again. Sure. And people say, oh, I'm going out to Surrey Hills rather than I'm going to that one bar. Yeah, gotcha. You know? So Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, when you're planning to open, have we, have we talked about this? So, yeah, I alluded to it earlier when I said uh, when, you, when our furniture comes. So, yeah. um, well, okay, what kind of furniture is on the way? Give me a word picture. Tell me, tell me all about it. Uh, so yeah, you are going to get a bit of uh, animal print, um, some weird <laughs> angles, um, marble tabletops. It's uh, it's all very uh, an eclectic mix. Everything's kind of like that little bit plush, that little bit kind of like quirky and cool. Right, I'm thinking um, Scarface, Miami, or something right now. <laughs> Honestly, man, yeah? like it, it could possibly fit in that apartment. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> very um, good. You know, <laughs> I don't know if there's a film being made about this place. But, uh, <laughs> Give um, it time. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so um, we are sort of just waiting on that. Um, you know, if it gets delayed much longer, we'll probably look at a different avenue and try and do just sure. something like an interim sort of thing. But yeah. uh, we haven't decided uh, that. So obviously, we, our goal would be just to have everything perfect. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes you've got to be flexible. That's it. Okay. Uh, in terms of the scope of the drinks menu, how, like, do you have a, a spirit selection on the back bar that you're going for? Or So, I mean, I guess one of the other points of doing this was uh, to show that you can do tropical uh, tiki style drinks um, but over a variety of spirit bases not just so, rum not just rum yeah. so um, you know there's you know, tequila vodka gin represented like a bunch of Amaros represented like we've got a, a zombie that just has an Amaro based sort of thing you know, oh, right, um, okay. actually wait sorry I got my drinks confused the zombie <laughs> the zombie has three rums and three Amaros um, but yeah we do have some other drinks that are just straight Amaro based and they're fucking slap so <laughs> you know <laughs> Um, so, so we're pretty excited. I think uh, yeah, it's sort of like that 11, 12 drink mark, but yeah, an even spread of spirits. Um, the back bar itself, same sort of deal. Like I don't want to be weighed down in any one category. There's yeah. certainly some great bars in town that already do like a massive rum selection and yeah. you know, good tiki drinks. Um, you know, there's enough bars in town that you know, have that with every spirit category. So looking to keep it pretty well-rounded here. Yeah. What has the experience been like? If you could sum it up so far. I mean, I'm assuming you're opening reasonably soon. Yeah. Uh, what has the experience been like so far? Long. Because <laughs> <laughs> you learn a lot from the, the the pop-up that you've done. You worked in venues for ages. You, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, man, like it's it, it is something that you can't know until you're in it. Um, you know, I, I say long as though that's the the thing that's you know grating at me at the moment, and it is like I want to get open. Yeah. Um, but. It's yeah, pretty rewarding. Like the amount of skills that I have now that I didn't have at the start is pretty insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everything. I'm a way better woodworker than I was. You know, way better plumber than I was. You know, way way better at low voltage electricity work than I was. Okay. Um, so, well, that's good to know. Yeah. And reassuring. Yeah. Um, who who are the key personnel we're talking about? So the owners. Uh, who are the owners again? So myself, uh, Ben and Naomi uh, that have the Roosevelt over in Potts Point. Yeah. Um, you've got Tom Price uh, who helmed the Baxter in for. Uh, many years. Yep. Um, he's gallivanting and, around with Mictors. Yeah, so he's at Mr. Mictors at the moment. Yep. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure that we'll have a decent selection of Mictors <laughs> on the back bar. I think he'd uh, have something to say if we didn't. Yep. Um, and then we've got a couple of other guys that are from the sales side as well. So um, I'm Paul Oscar and Shannon Ponsford. So um, yeah, um, that's kind of, uh, that's the Hospo crew that we yep. have. Um, and sort of, yeah, so the, everyone has their different little area of expertise. And in terms of- Except uh, for me, I feel like I'm the- What just, do you do? I don't know. I bring it all together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and who got uh, you know personnel staff in place? So we got Beck Bailey as our bar manager. Yeah, Beck um, Bailey. And we have uh, uh, Naomi Lowry uh, as our head chef, uh, who used to uh, you know, uh, be in the kitchen at Biota down in Barrel. So yeah. um, you know, like pretty high quality food going on. Great. Uh, pretty high quality drinks going on. Beck so. Bailey, obviously one of Queensland's finest. Yeah. You know. They all find their way down here eventually, don't they? <laughs> I did. You <laughs> did. <laughs> I always tell this story of this great weekend I had in Brisbane and all of the people that I met there now live here in Sydney. But yeah, man, so like it's uh, in terms of that staffing piece, like it's sort of, um, you know, serendipitously fell together for some of the key staff, which um, yep. is, is really good. Um, we're still like rounding out a couple of those uh, casual roles, but uh, the advantage of having a bunch of owners that can actually do the work is, mm. you know, we might not know before we open how many hours we have to give a casual, but like, yeah, if, you know, we obviously want the owners to be able to step away a little bit. I mean, apart from me, because I'll be here running it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so if someone's needed for 15 hours, it's like, great. Now we know. 
Now, yeah, now, and now we can advertise accurately. <laughs> well, we need a 15-hour casual to do that job so that, uh, you know, Ben doesn't have to come in and do two shifts or whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you want people to take away from this place when punters walk in, when civilians walk in? What Best you- experience, man. Like, yeah. I, I want them to feel like this is a fun place where you can sort of let time get away from you a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah if I can make people miss their bookings at the fancy restaurants around, I'll be super stoked. <laughs> job um, job accomplished, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, People keep asking me, like, what are you looking forward to the most? I just want to see some happy people. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind stop, of what Stop it is. looking at uh, wood and sawdust and stuff and yeah. see some actual faces. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> some human interaction again. Human interaction would be so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just, just lonely. lonely just so lonely. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. Well, have we covered everything we need to cover? I think so. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you again for a little uh, video and stuff. That'd Absolutely. Um, you, are you looking at what? What kind of days a week are you looking to trade? So we're just going to shut on Tuesdays. So we'll do six days. Why Tuesdays? I feel like, uh, you know, I reckon that we could be a cool little hospital hangout on Mondays. So, nice. um, you know, and also there's, um, it's not just for that reason. Uh, a lot of the places around here are also shut on a Monday. So we figure, that makes sense. you know, you can yeah. be a slightly bigger fish. Um, and then, but also we all want a day off. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so there's really only one option. And so they, they have a slightly unorthodox closing day, but we think, you know, especially in terms of rostering, it looks better. Cause if you close on Monday, um, you know, your heavy hitters, like your salaried people, they all need to have two days off in a row. Right. So some of them have to have Sunday off, but yeah. Sunday's a really big day. Gotcha. So, so gotcha. you want Sundays to be a, a big thing here. Yeah. I think so. Um, look, That's, you know, there's a few places around that seem to be pretty well on Sundays and, yeah. um, you know, we're probably going to do a, a pretty bang and roast style thing as well. So I think nice. that, that could be pretty cool. Okay. Um, and just in terms of the experience, like I said, you know, this should straddle like a good local market, but also be a fancy enough spot to come for like a date or a group booking or whatever. So mm. I reckon, um, I reckon Sundays could be good. And just from the months of building, walking around the streets, there's a bit of a buzz around on Sundays. So. Are you going to need another uh, second slushing machine for a Sunday? Is that just for you? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, <laughs> it could, yeah, it could be bigger. It could be bigger. Let's be honest, Dave. It could be. You've probably got five at home in your bedroom anyway. I do have. I do. There is at least one extra somewhere. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. All right. Cool, we'll leave mate. it there, shall we? Thanks. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. I love how we shake hands, but we're on the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Steve again for the chat and thank you to you for listening. If you like what you hear, please share the episode with a friend and subscribe to Drinks at Work in your podcast player of choice. Until next time, this has been Drinks at Work from Boothby.